Hey, it's Kaya, and welcome back to my podcast, All Things Inspirational. Today's episode is a very exciting one. I have a very special guest, Meredith, who owns the business Meredith Jars of Joy. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Meredith Robertson. Um, I run the company called Meredith's Jars of Joy, which are small jars of inspirational quotes. Each jar has 30 quotes in it. And the idea is you pick one every morning when you wake up, and the words you read are what you're meant to hear in that moment. So I'll be asking her questions today. I want to start off asking her, what's your business and, you know, what was your main reasoning for making it? So this business was actually kind of made accidentally. Um, When I was a freshman in high school, I went through sort of an unexpected rough patch. Um, I had sort of a friend breakup and that sadness sort of bled into other sadnesses in my life and it kind of became this overbearing feeling and a lot of people noticed that I wasn't my normal cheerful self and my mom included and she wanted to figure out how to help me like bring that sort of sunshine back and so she put a big glass bowl of quotes on my desk and she asked me to pick one from it every single morning and at first I was like oh my god no way am I going to do this like I don't need help from anyone else nothing's wrong I'm fine but after about a month of the big glass bowl of quotes sitting on that desk it was even getting dusty it had sat there for so long without me touching it I decided I would pick one quote just to see what would happen And the words I picked that day absolutely stopped me in my tracks. I picked a quote that said, In the depth of the winter, I finally realized that within me there lay an invincible summer. And I remember reading that quote, seeing those words, and it took my breath away because it completely captured how I was feeling in that moment. And I thought to myself, okay, this is a little bit magical. Like, maybe there's something to this. And so I didn't tell anybody, and I put the quote in my pocket, and I went to school. And the next morning, I decided, all right, let me try this again. And I picked another quote, and the same thing happened. The words applied to me so perfectly in that moment. And I thought to myself, if I had picked this quote the day before, it wouldn't have felt this magical. There was something so special about the fact that it arrived exactly when it was meant to. And so every single day for the next couple months, I was picking a quote every single morning, tucking it in my pocket, and I still hadn't told any of my friends or my mom what I was doing. And one day um, when I was at school, somebody opened the back of my phone case where I was keeping some of my favorite quotes so that they were always on hand. Um, And joking around, they opened the back of the phone case to see what was back there that was causing it to be so bulky, uh, thinking it would be money or something funny. And all of my quotes went fluttering to the ground. So about like 40 slips of paper fell to the ground in the middle of a classroom. And I was absolutely mortified. But the response I got from people was not confusion, but like a sense of excitement. And a bunch of peers that day stopped me and said, can you bring a quote uh, to school for me? Like, I kind of want to see if the words will apply to me. And that slowly turned into kids stopping me in the hallway saying to me, I heard what you're doing and I really want a jar of my own because I actually haven't been doing that well and nobody knows. And girls who I thought had the most perfect lives were stopping me telling me that it actually wasn't the case and they were secretly having a hard time um, and needed an extra hand too. So I went home and I told my mom what I had learned from all the other kids at school, and we decided to package my favorite 30 quotes into a little yellow jar, and we called them Meredith Jars of Joy, named after my grandma, and we started selling them just around our neighborhood on a website that we built, and that turned into getting emails from people saying that they heard about the jars from 
their cousins and they want 30 of them. And so it sort of just blossomed organically into this business. That is awesome. I was on your website reading your like about us and everything and it's kind of crazy how everything kind of folded out right in front of you perfectly and took you to where you are now. It's such a gift, um, and I think the fact that it unfolded, or the reason that it unfolded is because I sort of let it, and I didn't resist it, and I saw that um, something so simple had the power to change my life, and kind of realized that if it could do this for me, then it can definitely do this for other people. That is awesome. So I have some other questions regarding your business and other things like that. One being, what were some hardships you faced getting your business to where it is now? So once our business started growing very rapidly, and I was still in high school and I was applying to colleges, um, we found it pretty difficult to keep up with production just out of our basement. We were shipping um, all of our jars right from my home, and I would sit at night after my homework and fold all the clothes by hand. Actually, at the very beginning of the business, I would sit on my bed and cut the individual strips of clothes with a pair of scissors and try to get the lines to be perfectly straight. Um, and after getting um, so many orders, we decided, okay, this doesn't work. We have to figure out a way to make them outside of our home. Um, it was difficult all of a sudden for someone who had never run a business before to sort of have to think outside the box and creatively find a, a solution to this problem. And so we reached out to the local Veterans Association and senior citizens, and um, we found a way to have the jars filled for us and folded as sort of a craft activity. And this actually turned out to be super successful. Um, especially with the veterans i think that because folding the quotes you fold them twice it's this very therapeutic activity it was really well received um and there's actually this really sweet story of this old old veteran he was 98 years old and they moved him into the critical care unit he wasn't doing very well he was sort of nearing the end of his life and um they gave him a few jars to fold and after a couple of weeks of doing this, I can't say it was all related to folding the quotes, but I think giving him this purpose and something to do with his hands helped him um, make this rebound, and he went on to move back to his old unit and, like, regained his health. Um, so it's special to me because we've kind of created this full circle where we're, like, giving back to other people, creating a sense of joy in the world, and then also um, part of that full circle is giving a purpose to other people to kind of like help us create the joy um so we kind of have this cool full circle thing going that's awesome i love how everything kind of comes together to represent your branding and just that everyone needs some joy no matter you know what circumstance we're in okay the next question is what do you think you have gained from this business mentally I think running this company has given me the strongest sense of self that I could have ever asked for because running something that's all you and that comes from you and that's your creation demands that you are always yourself. And I think like this was, I don't know, extremely important as a teenager. And really, I think the fact that this business sort of developed while I was a teenager has affected like who I've grown into. I'm 23 years old now, um, so technically an adult. But um, having this company when I was like 16 or 17 really gave me a sense of voice. And I think that every day that I chose to promote this business and I chose to stand up and say, this happened to me, this really vulnerable thing happened to me, and I'm sharing that I wasn't always the class president and the happiest. I think that sharing that what was on the inside didn't always match what was on the outside was vulnerable as a kid 
and um, sort of learning to stand in that power and stand with your story was really important. And I would never have had that experience without this company because I had to sort of reach out to people and say, like, not everybody has this perfect, happy life. And look, I'm an example of that. I have everything it takes to be happy and I don't feel like that right now or I didn't feel like that before. But this is what I've built and like this is how I got to where I am now. And I think telling that story has just like given me such a clear sense of my passion and um, I think that I really act as my true self because um, I've been forced to hear my own voice. So that's that's what I would say. Okay. Um, if you had one piece of advice for someone just starting out something similar to yours or just a business in general, what would it be? I think my answer for this ties into the last question you asked about sort of understanding what your voice is and what you want to say. I think I have two pieces of advice I want to give. The first one is that you need to find your thing and you need to run with it. And it doesn't matter how silly that thing can sound. You can run a whole company designed about making sprinkles. It can be the tiniest, most niche thing. But as long as you find your thing that you love, you can make something great out of it. And I think the second piece of advice I have is to own that voice. And for me, there have been a million moments where I could have said, okay, this is so tiring. I've heard no a million times. Like, who's going to listen to me? I'm just a girl who's selling jars of quotes. But every time I push through those no's, there have been a million more people who have given me yeses and told me that the jars have changed their lives. And I've gotten a million more thank you letters, just thank you for what I'm doing. And I think that if you push through the no's and you really, really believe what you have to say is important, you will always be successful. Yeah, I feel like I went through similar things even starting this podcast. My main goal was to make others happy, and there was things that held me back, but I knew that in the end, you know, now the outcome of having friends just text me and be like, hey, this episode really helped me, I needed this, it's just, it's very rewarding and gives you a reason for what you're doing. Exactly. I actually read a quote today that said, do something no matter how small it is and I really like that because sometimes you think that you have to start out and you have to have this great thing already made before you can announce it to the world or you have to have the greatest idea before it can be seen as an idea but I just think like if you love something and if you start small it doesn't matter that it's small it's making such a difference and it's making a difference in your own life um and I think that it's enough just to start there and grow and grow from there yes um, this last question is, where do you hope to see yourself in five years or even just, you know, in a few years? Just where do you hope to see you your business grow? My dream is to be able to run this business and have it be the only thing that I'm focusing on. Um, I have actually a full-time job. I work in New York City. Um, I think that's another important thing to note when you look up to people or you see other businesses that you think are, oh my gosh, this is such a great example. Like, this is what I want to be. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that has to go on to to make it work. And for me, I work a full-time job and then I'm mailing jars when I get home at night. Um, So there's a lot more that's like, not Instagram worthy that goes on and so my ultimate goal is to have this be everything and I want to focus on it when I wake up in the morning until I go to bed Um, I also love collaborating with other brands and so I would hope to continue to sort of expand our merchandise um, 
online and then maybe even sort of blossom into a storefront and go from there. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You guys need to check out her Instagram. It's at Meredith Jars of Joy. She has the cutest stickers, jars, obviously, that we talked about, and I saw you had sweatshirts, sweatpants. Um, so if you guys want to check her out, I will have her ad in the description. But once again, thank you so much for being on this episode, and I enjoyed listening to your story. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Bye.